Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. My favourite New Zealand international team are getting on a plane very, very shortly and I've interrupted her packing her bag. Stacey Walker joins us from the Black Fern Sevens on their way to France. G'day, Stace. Oh, good morning, good morning. Favourite international team, I love that, oh, like that catch. Oh, absolutely is. So, like, I don't miss a game. I get really disappointed, though, when you go to the Northern Hemisphere because I don't get any sleep, mate. Oh, my, oh, tell me about it. My family hate it too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, the, the big story here is Niles coming back, the courier of the Blackford Sevens. How cool for her to sign off to go in to win and to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the courier, she's back. She's obviously been injured the last couple of tournaments and we're so excited that she gets to finish on a high um, and obviously she's been a massive part of our team on and off the field, we have some good banter on on tour, and I can't wait to see what challenges come for, from from this. Um, but yeah, real happy that she's there, and, and she's making her final crowd one last time in that black jersey. Just talking about her briefly, Stacey, like how much she's given to um, female sport, sport in general in New Zealand over a long, long career. She's got that real innate ability to have fun off the park, but when you guys, in those 14 minutes of play, she is business time. Oh, she is business time, and if you've ever trained against her, holy, watch out, she is that most hunted one in the team. Um, we could be going 50%, but she's going 100 because that's just the type of player and person she is when she wants to do something that she loves. And so, yeah, um, she switches off and has, has the fun, has the laughter, has the banter off the field, but as soon as it's game time, she's on. She knows what role she, she plays in the team, and so long as she can do that on the field, then everyone else around gets, gets behind her, and, and then it, it all makes us... Um, motivated and confident to do our job too. It's such a good depth in squad because I think a few years ago if we, if we said Michaela Blyde's injured and not going to a tournament you think oh man uh, geez uh, that, that that takes away a strike weapon which it does but the youngsters that are coming through Stace uh, like the double J's Jasmine and Georgia have brought so <laughs> much so much energy and keep players like you honest I reckon. Oh, absolutely. You just you just never know, eh? Like, they keep you on your toes and, and they drive you and they motivate you to want to be better every day. And, and that's so cool, like, the healthy competition. Um, but there is one player who's obviously coming and she's been injured the whole year, young Mahina Paul. I'm telling you now, you heard it here first, she is the next Michaela Blythe. So oh, oh. watch out for her. Um, watch out for her on the world stage over these next few years. Uh, she's definitely one to look out for. I think she's probably the fastest after Michaela and our team. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting times for our future. There's another one coming through. <laughs> oh, another reason to get up in the middle of the night. Now, <laughs> now you're, you're going to France, and that's where the next Olympics are. Is it a little bit of a recce to familiarise yourself with the rugby vibe over there? Yeah, hard out. Um, we we actually went there last year too, um, quite early to get used to time zone and whatnot. But it's so cool. Um, Paris, fun, fun time, fun vibes, and you know the French supporters and the French crowd are absolutely nuts. They're crazy about sport. They're crazy about rugby, 
And that's kind of cool because you get to experience that atmosphere, the feel for it. Um, so when Olympic stars come around, you're prepared uh, mentally, physically, and yeah, they, they they know how to put on a good show, that's for sure. <laughs> and you know how to enjoy a good show, which is, which is awesome. Um, I, want, I wanted to touch briefly on you about the opportunities for female rugby players now as well. I, I just, uh, a couple of days ago, listened to your What A Lad podcast with Jimmy Ma, who's just, he's a very good friend of mine, and it was a really uh, encouraging chat. I, I just, I loved it. And we know that um, Niall Guthrie has signed for the Titans. Gail Broughton's been at Paramata. Um, we've seen a few of our rugby players like um, uh, the Manawatu two first five, whose name escapes me, Karis Dallinger, I think it is. Yeah, she's yep. pl- she's playing for Queensland and in, in, in Super Rugby W. And because mm. the, because the tournaments are smaller in duration, you can partake in a few more. Does that excite you at this stage in oh, your career? It's so exciting, and I think that's the more exciting for our younger talent coming through. Uh, like I said, there's only 20 people who are contracted for sevens. There's only 32 contracted for 15. So if you can't make the Blackburns or the Blackburn sevens teams, there's so many more opportunities now. And it's kind of it's exciting and scary at the same time because you don't want to lose the talent, right? We want the best players to stay in New Zealand. But if, if you are on the fringes and you're not going to make it, why not go overseas? Why not go to Aussie to play in those competitions and, and better yourself, grow as a person, as a player? And yeah, it's just something that, you can't say no to, really. It's an exciting opportunity. Have you ever played league before? <laughs> never. Never in my life played league. But my brother has, and I have family who have, and they've all been in my ear trying to trying to teach me all the rules and all the plays. So <laughs> maybe one day, one day I'll, I'll, I'll switch. But just not yet. I'm not ready to leave. <laughs> no, because I was thinking, like, the sevens environment is a really good nursery to develop league skills because you all have to tackle. You all have to number up. It's, yeah. it's all of the same stuff in league. And, and you don't shy away from defence. I've seen you cave people in half <laughs> sometimes. And, and I'm not saying go, Stacey, because I love getting up in the middle of the night watch, watching you and the girls. But just just, just, just this prospect, not, not, the, not that you're going to commit that you're definitely going to change, but... The, the opportunities with with NRLW, with Super Rugby, mm-hmm. and if we can get a crossover with the Australian teams as well, the opportunities are so much better. So, 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 so good. And, yeah, I, I wouldn't say no to crossing over if I ever did get asked or if I ever did get the opportunity. And what what excites me the most is, like, the little, the little skill sets that I've been looking. Obviously, don't know where I'd play, but... I love a good little crossfield kick and catching those high balls in sevens, so why not try and use that skill set over in league? I like to try and get a cheeky intercept here and there, so if I'm on those edges, I'll we'll definitely be sniffing those. But, um, yeah, it's cool. It's cool, that, like you said, that there's so many opportunities, and if, I, if the chance would come, I'd probably jump at it. Uh, Gail Broughton, how, you're obviously still in contact with her because you're such a tight-knit group. How's she enjoyed mm-hmm. the league? She She's loved it. It's obviously a massive... Um, life difference in terms of jumping across the ditch and her having to get a full-time job and still trying to train and whatnot. But I know she's been picked up by the Broncos full-time and I know the program is changing so she can go back into that um, training every day uh, with her team and she loves it. Different vibes, obviously very different to New Zealand culture and New Zealand teams, but something like a new challenge that she was ready for. Um, she's done everything in this game and, and a lot of girls have, so... Yeah, she, she really does love it. And she's actually closer to some of your family who are based over in Australia. Um, so that it is quite cool to see her excel in another sport. Yeah, and I know how important family is to you girls. And, and I think mm-hmm. uh, I think you're in the Guinness Book of Records for having the most amount of first cousins. <laughs> <On>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Honestly, I do. I do. I have so many. And that's only like my first cousin. I've got heaps of second cousins and third cousins. Like, it's just, the list goes on. I think I was, um, I, I'm, I'm one of the youngest, um, I think, out of my first cousins. But it's, it's quite special because, you know, you've got whānau wherever you go in New Zealand or in mm. other countries. I love it. I just had a thought, Stace. Um, the Warriors have made noises about putting a team back into NRLW because it was it was canned along with the 20s and all of that stuff when COVID hit. And, and it's either next year or the year after. I feel a perfect synergy coming together. You don't have to leave New Zealand. NRLW, new challenge. Let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah, no, I think they're back in in 2025. Oh, you already like- know. You already know. <laughs> I think, I think, I told you, I wouldn't say no if the opportunity came, but obviously I'd always have to do what's best for, for me at the time, and yeah. I don't know my plan, so um, yeah, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> and last thing, Stace, I was uh, on Twitter, uh, first thing in the morning as I do, catching up on the headlock, and I saw a little ad, uh, New Zealand Beef and Lamb, uh, with St- with a young Stacey Walker at a barbecue and then carves up the boys. I feel like there might have been some truth in that ad in the Beef and Lamb ad. <laughs> well, not going to lie. When they when they pitched that story to me, when Beef and Lamb pitched it to me, I, I, I had to laugh because it's literally exactly what used to happen when I was a kid. We always used to go down, play touch um, with my family, have a barbie at the beach. Like, that's just the, the Kiwi lifestyle, right? And... Um, oh, I probably didn't look that good um, as she did in the video. I mean, I might have stepped a couple of them, but not not the whole team. But I'll take that. I'll take that credit. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a privilege being a, an ambassador for Beef and Lamb, and, and I'm excited to see the partnership um, go from there. Yeah, and because there's been some cool. I think the first ones were the Everswindale twins and mm-hmm. Sarah Ullman, You know, real icons of sport. And then there's been Sarah Walker, Lisa Carrington. And now, uh-huh. and now you, and it is important part, and diet and recovery and all that is important for you. So really important question, what's your go-to beef or lamb recipe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my absolute go-to. I'm actually more of a lamb than a beef. I obviously love both, but I love lamb. Yep. Um, and my favourite is a good lamb chop. That's my ultimate favourite. Like when I go to the supermarket, I'll just go straight for the lamb chop. I absolutely love them. Um, but I also love I love a good lamb roast too. Mum cooks the best roast, so whenever she gets the chance to get a lamb one, I'm I'm in there. It's just just magic, and I, I love I love eating meat. No, nah, mate, <laughs> my mum makes the best roast. So not not you, not yours. <laughs> hey, Stace. All mums. Yeah, all mums. All mums roasts are the best. Stace, uh, thanks heaps. I'll let you carry on packing. All the very best up there. In France, um, you're going great guns. I just love watching you girls and you represent us with all your hearts and all your minds and all your athletic ability. So go well and um, we'll catch up soon. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Ray.